Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit for plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Hats Off is an edutainment podcast that is in no way a substitute for clinical assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. The views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and their guest. Mental health is defined as a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. But sometimes we have to get real, and that's when we say, hats off. What's good in the neighborhood? What's good in the neighborhood? What's good? What's good? What's good in the neighborhood? Hi. All right. We are here with a full episode, even though we got some good feedback from our reviews. Well, I haven't seen anything from Mommy, Dead, and Dearest yet, but somebody was like putting their request for other reviews. And I actually, the next episode, I wanted to do a review on um, Zach Efron's Reprisal, well not reprisal, oh, but his Ted acting on Ted Bundy. I'm scared. Did you watch it? I'm I got my whole life. Because it okay. includes his ex-girlfriend's perspective. Mm. And she's the one that actually told the detectives. Now, I did know that because of the Bundy tapes. And mm-hmm. I didn't listen to, I didn't watch the Bundy tapes. But I watched, I listened to his podcast that does true crime. And they talked about how she was and like. And I think he's made like made the made only her. one that she, I think she's the only one he actually cared about. Because right. all his victims looked similar to Can her. Can you imagine though being like we'll we'll get into it when we review it. Right. But like yikes. Yeah. Um hi guys. Um well we're gonna just jump into it. So this what I week... <laughs> Okay, quick story. So I edited the last episode um at a restaurant me and Carter were having lunch because you know working moms I gotta stay hustling and I forgot that Earl did that boom and that water zing and when I say I fell out and I had my headphones in so no one else could hear it and I was like Earl like just talking to my computer and all of the folks were concerned and clutching their pearls it was hysterical but that water zing takes me out I just wanted to say that I love doing that it's I do that word I'm like water zing and they just be like Okay. That is too funny. All right, guys. Well, so this week, we're going to keep giving ourselves our flowers. Like Shelly, my best friend said, toot the whole horn all 2019. Toot that horn, Greg. And and this week, we are tipping our hat to us again. Um, And we are recording in my new office. Come on, private practice. 
day. So um, I was working full time at a university, also having a private practice, also going to Tennessee, also doing speaking engagements. And I am now at my private practice full time. I'm still going to Tennessee. I'm still doing speaking engagements. When I told Carter I was going to leave the university, he was like, oh, so now you'll only have three jobs because he's the shadiest human in the entire world. Just one less. So, yeah, so now I only have three jobs, yay, but I love all my jobs, so it's such a gift to do what you love. But yes, we're at the new office, accepting new clients, you know what I mean? So, you know, definitely email, reach out, you know, if you need some therapy, which you all do, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> all right, um, so, okay, so this episode came out of me binge listening to a podcast called Family Secrets. Mm -hmm. And I called Earl and I was like, we need to do an episode about secrets and how secrets keep you sick. Because I think, especially in the black community, we are real bad about a family secret. Child, you know, we find out at weddings and funerals. And funerals. <laughs> and sometimes births. And something like, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But I think, so the lady who was doing the... um. She started the podcast because she did, like, Ancestry DNA and found out that, like, her daddy wasn't her dad. Turns out they, her parents had struggled to conceive. And so I'm not 100% sure that even her parents knew. But when they, because she was born in, like, the 60s or 70s, mm. when they went to go do the um, conception through artificial semination, um, there was donor sperm given. So I've mm -hmm. heard about that where doctors or men. Oh, you know they made that whole Netflix yes. show and that girl like 90 siblings. Yes. <laughs> and so um, that was her story. And so then she started figuring out like family secrets and all kind of shenanigans. But um, yeah, but she said that most of the time, and I don't know if I agree with this, but she, I'm going to see what you think. She said most of the time the secret comes from a place of love, like a place of love and protection. And then the secret is usually continued because of shame. What are your thoughts? I actually think that's a good assumption. Oh, see, I think because shame I know, starts first. Well, I think it depends on the secret. Okay. So I've seen where... It might have been cases of, let's say, let's just make this Tyler Perry-ish. Oh, uh, right. He loved a uh, secret. Let's bring up, like, the fact, like, in one of his movies he had where the mom was too young to have kids. So her parents right. adopted the child as their own. Right. And assimilate, like, oh, well, that's just your sister. And then it comes out. So I think it comes she was from protect Yeah. From an uncle. Right. So I think it comes from protection of... It's two ways, like you said. Yeah. I think it's protecting the child because it's mm -hmm. like certain things you just don't need to know. Right. Even though you make right. it child friendly, right. age appropriate. But I think it comes from a place of I'm protecting this child and I'm mm -hmm. protecting, say, the said daughter from being ridiculed from the world. Right. And I think. But are you but also trying to protect the family because the, the the uncle wasn't prosecuted? Well, you understand. That's what I said. I we think just it's kind of move on. It can be both and at the same can time. You, can you protect the family name and protect the child? And that be love. Like, do you love the child well if you are choosing to protect the family name and the family image? Well, yeah, because I think it's well. also some cases where, say, there are some women that might possibly have been assaulted and mm -hmm. carried and chose to have a child. They're probably not going to tell their child, 
oh, your father. You know, they might tell them at a right. later date. So it is, a, I'm protecting you. And it might not be a shame because you mm-hmm. proceed to have a child. Well, I mean the daughter who... Oh, no, but you're talking about on that movie. On that movie, yeah. Yeah, I'm so talking about like in general. Right, right. But in regards to that right. movie, I think but that I think, was you know, shame and protection. Having worked at DSS, I see a lot of times where you're asking a child to keep a secret in order to protect the family and you know, image. As, and you're presenting it like, oh, well, not you. But, you know, they're presenting it like, mm-hmm. oh, well, we love you. We just don't want anything to happen. We and don't I think it's a away. combination, but I think it's both. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think there's a, this was first and then this is like the latter. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's either at the same time. Right. And it's like a catch for all. Right. Now, I will say at my job, it's funny that we talk about secrets because we do not use that right. word. Because I work with kids and right. it's usually kids in some form of like trauma exactly and one of my coworkers talks about like ever since she became a mom she'll have like she'll she it's, it's extra height and like her husband was like oh um a book came in the mail and it was like someone so secret and she's like we won't be reading that to our child because right. there will be no secrets in this household i don't right. like that word now we can say surprises right like there's gonna be a surprise that we're gonna keep right but like secrets no yes. and she was like and it needs to be age appropriate and that at a certain age, you might choose not to tell me certain things, right. but we're not going to call it a secret. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's a really good tip. Um, Carter and I have that same rule where I'm like, we don't keep secrets from each uh-uh. other. Um, and if anyone asks you to keep a secret from me, you let them know that that is not a thing and that you're going to tell your mama. And if you tell me that they told you to keep a secret, I had a issue with an older relative who was like, Carter and I have a secret. And I was like, the hell you do? Not with my child, you don't, because my child doesn't ever need another adult to tell them they have a secret from their mama. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely inappropriate. So if you have anybody using word secret with your child, you need to nip that shit in the bud. Absolutely. That can just evolve into something. I've seen where that is evolved into like this is lifelong secrets, right. and it's because something horrible has happened, right. and a perp has used that term absolutely to manipulate your child or put fear. No, I don't don't like the term secret. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, what do you think, like, how do you think someone should tell a secret? Like, is there a way to open it up and a way not to? Like, so do you think there's a right way and a wrong way to share a secret? Let's say you've already, you've kept a secret. It is what it is that it's been kept. Is there a right way and a wrong way to open up a secret there's definitely a right way and a wrong way Mm -hmm. i think a wrong way would be just i think there's a time and place for everything Mm. and i think there should be some type of prepping a person not saying like hey something i need to tell you it's gonna be really traumatic but you know not my prep like that but like maybe like getting them in a place where you know they might be relaxed Mm -hmm. or they're not around other prying ears or something and like you can say like hey i need to have like a serious conversation i need to tell you something that's been on my mind like you know kind of like assess whether i don't think you should do it at like a family dinner unless Mm -hmm. like the people involved but like don't do it in a public space right um do it in a place where if you know that secret could cause like an emotional reaction Mm -hmm. do it in a place where a person would feel comfortable having it mm. so i don't believe in like telling secrets in public right um, right or in some angry out of yeah anger. don't do I it out of anger like regulated. i don't think blurt it out don't just right. scream because i've seen a lot of times where 
people have kept secrets for years and mm-hmm. a person might be prying, prying, and then they just bust out, you were the reason that da 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 happened right. to me. And I didn't, did you know, like, they do it. It's right. like, it's bubbling because you've had, listen, you ever seen a Mentos and a Coca-Cola shit going to explode? Goes, so right. when you keep stuff bottled in, it's going to come out. Now right. you can choose to let it come out in a positive way or you can choose to let it come out when it's just full ass unleashed. Right. And that unleash is typically going to end up making the situation worse. Agreed. Because it's just like projecting. Right. Um. So I think definitely like you need to know the setting, know the person. And I think you need to kind of have like done some work with that secret mm. before you tell it to that person. What if or, you're the one who's finding out the secret about you? So like say a child is finding out like that's not their father or like, you know, say if you realize if you find out that they oh, kept so a secret from you, you. How should you react to it? Yeah. But like they kept it from you. Now and now you want to confront them about different. it. Okay, well. Mm. Is it? Well, it's, it depends on when you're going to confront it. Because, like, if a person tells you right then and there, I can't tell somebody how to react when they're being telling some type of news. Right. Because everybody's reaction is different. Right. So. Okay, so here's the scenario. So, okay, one yeah, of the episodes on, podcast, <laughs> on the podcast, this guy was raised by his parents. Mm. Um, he had an older sister. Um, and then one day in his, like, Senior year of high school, his friends are like, "We all got to tell you something. Your mama, your your sister's your mama." His friends told him. Yeah, because everybody in the, in the town knew, but him. So and so his parent, his grandparents, they actually are his grandparents. They had been keeping the secret, and his mother, his slash mother's sister, had been keeping the secret. But everybody in the town, everybody knew. So how did he only find out so much later? Because his parents, because I guess the town was small and And close-knit, and they respected their desire to... Because they legally adopted him. I guess guess they parents Their parents talking. They overheard their parents talking. So... So, Well, let me tell you how he confronted his parents. He held it for a second. uh Then his grandmother caught him having sex with his girlfriend in his room, right? And that weekend, they were, she was listening to like a church sermon on TV and they started talking about waiting for marriage and she cut it up. And he flies so out his room aggressive. and was like, did you tell Joni to wait for marriage? Because I know she my mama. Like, and then the mama, the grandma was like lying. And then finally the granddad like slammed his hands on the table and was like, that's enough. Tell him the truth. Because he probably didn't want to tell him. So, so, but that's different. But should he have just walked in the house that day and been like, so, well, Todd said. I'm not going to, this is one thing. You can never tell somebody when they ready right. to talk about something. Right. Um, that just off working my people. People gonna do it when they ready. Now he right. might have needed some time right. to process it. But I also think mm-hmm. you can't trigger. You can't go around triggering mm-hmm. or try to be passive aggressive to somebody that you have right. a secret. That you can't do that because you don't people know. People do that all the time. Like you're trying to shame him, but right. you have this shame that your daughter. Right. That's your grandson. Right. So right. what's his reaction? Listen, yeah. everybody angry, everybody right. gonna react different, everybody grief is different because that's mm-hmm. a grief. Right. You yeah. can't go triggering people. Right. Now, should he have done that? No, could he came out and probably been like, Well, I find it interesting that you're playing this right. when blah 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 blah. But how old was he? I think he was like eighteen. So then that's also like that's mm-hmm. a that's a teenager for real. Right. That motherfuckers don't know how to regulate their moves. Right. At all. Right. Like nah, not yeah. at all. That's a very trying time. Right. So for him to find out, and that's like an identity crisis mm-hmm. in itself at a young age. Right, yeah. So, And I do think that that is a common thing where there's this, like, 
hypocrisy. I think the thing about secrets is it creates this hypocrisy because the thing that you are telling, that you have done, you are probably encouraging your children or family members to not do, even though you did it when you were their age. You know what I mean? I know in my own family, there were like issues with like how old people were when they had kids and there were lies mm-hmm. about how old they were and then when we all got old enough to do math we were Which all you like learned very early mm. right You're and like, then after i was like no i can do math they still lied there was still lies I and think, then i, I was disrespectful when people get for calling it out and I think, but I think that's when you also trigger people because if you're, if I know the truth and right. then you're still lying in my face, right. you're warranting whatever reaction I give you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because now you're, it's like you said, it's you saying they're calling you out for being disrespectful, but you're being disrespectful to me because you're lying in my face. Right, right, yeah. And I'm a little concerned because you believe in your lie. Mm. You lied so long that you believe it. Right, right. And that's scary. Yeah. Okay, so here's another scenario. Okay. So there was this older lady and. She found out as an adult that her mom and aunt had another sister who died at the age of five. So she asked her grandfather about it, and he's like, no, no, there was no other child. What are you talking about? Um, and then he asked, she asked her aunt about it, and she's like, no, no, there's no other child. So then when she goes to the, um, she goes back to New York City to visit her mother's grave, and she just asked um, the, like, it was a Jewish grave, so they have some different traditions. Mm-hmm. So she just asked the people that were over the cemetery, like, so was there a little girl born in this, like, died in this day, and like, on this, in this year or whatever, this last name? And she was like, they were like, well, do you think you know her name? And she was like, I think her name is Sylvia, which was her name. Because in the Jewish community, they name you after people who've passed. That's a tradition. And so then they were like, sure, here's Sylvia so-and-so right here. And they go out to the place and find a girl's little grave site. So, like, the child existed. So she calls her aunt. So her grandfather has passed at this point. She calls her aunt. She was like, y'all lied to me. And she was like, well, daddy didn't lie. He forgot. And she was like, how do you forget that you had, mm -mm." she was like, how did you forget that you had a five-year-old child that died? And she was like, when things are too painful, sometimes you have to let them go. And so I was like, mm, I but don't he know. ain't really forget. He ain't really forget, but like you can't. But what you is, can't repress that much, right? But is that a secret that was necessarily owed to her? Because this was an aunt that died in the twenties when she was born in like the forties. The lady was. The lady was because this would have been her aunt. I mean, like, when is a secret not owed to you? But I don't understand when a secret is. So I don't come from a place. I just don't understand the purpose of secrets. Because mm. even if someone passed, mm-hmm. you should honor them. Mm. In my opinion. And not mm-hmm. even that. You don't have to mention it. Mm-hmm. But I would, so what if they I honored the feel, child but didn't want to share it with the granddaughter? Well, I get not sharing it, but I don't get not acknowledging that she existed. Like... I don't like care. Once somebody else has said it. Yeah. But like, what if that part, it wasn't you? So, okay, so we could use, so if I, what if I didn't tell my grandchildren, because that would be the equivalent mm-hmm. of me not telling my grandchildren about the twins. But I think it's different versus you choose not to tell them and mm-hmm. it's never known versus if I come to you. But do I get to never tell them about, like, is that, because that's. Well, you don't have to, I feel as though. 
So if, if it's if, strangers, if no one had ever told her, then it would have been fine. But because because I mean, did it was never her, brought up. But I feel like if somebody, I felt like if say Carter mm-hmm. when he asked kids, right. and one of them was just like, I had um uncles. Mm-hmm. I feel like just then, knowing you that yeah. you would be like well, you yeah, did, of course what, what, I of course yeah. you, but I feel like in general a person could be like. Mm-hmm. A simple yes or no. Yeah. Like, I don't but feel like you But you're talking about, owe... like, a Holocaust survivor. Well, yeah. Like, but I don't think you from owe the them having to tell them, like, the like, story. I think... Right. I just can't fathom, like, no. Right. And even yeah. if the granddaddy chose, like, if y'all chose not to talk about I'm it because you didn't want to trigger him. Say, look, it's really or, hard or for him. Well, yeah, like, mom was dead already. Mama died when she was really young. Oh, so, so she mom, went to... Yeah. So it's just like, I don't understand the concept of just you being like, yes... We don't talk about it. Right. Don't ask but him about it. Because we don't. Too. You know, it's right. just like, I don't get. Because, you know, that messes with people's trust. When right. you can legit look me in my face and yes. be like. And it makes me kind of look at you differently. Because to me, that was a whole person. Right. That Five was your sister. Old. Like, Five it's not old. like, oh, this yeah. was. Some, but like, now uh, she was two when the sister died. Gotcha. She doesn't really know. So, but I still don't understand like, why you. So mm-hmm. just say it. Yeah. Now, I guess it would be different because you, you probably don't remember your sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I would feel like I would really probably be like, because it's like there's no emotional attachment. Right. I'd be like, yeah. Right. But don't ask grandpa because right. it can it's trigger him. You know, him. it's hard for him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but again, people But die. is that our therapist's brain? Like, are we saying that from our therapist's brain and not from people who can't express emotions, people who don't know how to grieve. Well, like yeah, folks just I definitely out think the there's world. a difference. You know what I mean? Like, But I can say, as a child... Right. I did not I struggle I, with secrets as a child. And I didn't understand... That's probably why I used to get spanked. Or right. Didn't, but my mom, like, she right. said to this day, that is the only child that did not lie. Right. That... Now, I had one secret, and that was me being gay, but... So, okay, because that was going to come up. That's... Let's go ahead. What I think. <laughs> what about those kind of secrets? Now, that's a different type of secret. And is that a secret? So, it's not even... It's actually not a... Mm, like, a is secret. there a point where it becomes a secret? I... Mm, so, that's a different secret of okay. protection. So, coming out... Coming out. Okay, is so a here's secret. the thing. Let me challenge that. It's a, it's it's a shame. It's mm, protection. Right. So there's definitely different stages of coming out. There's right. actually like a whole psychological study. Like there's five distinct stages, mm-hmm. which are like identity confusion. Then there's like comparison, which is like you comparing. Like, oh, what does my life like compared mm. to somebody that's out? There's like the tolerance phase, where it's just like, well, I can tolerate being around gay people a little bit. And then there's like the acceptance, mm-hmm. and that's when you. It's and like, that's your personal. Mm-hmm, that's okay. personal acceptance. So that's like, I am gay, mm-hmm. and I'm okay. Right. And then there's the pride phase. Mm. So I said there's five, but it's actually seven. Um, <laughs> wait. No, six. So there's the pride phase. So, you know, that's when you're like, you're happy. You accept it and I'm proud. And then there's the synthesis phase. Mm. And that's when I'm okay person. Like you're incorporated. Yeah, Yeah. it's like where it doesn't. So like in a pride phase, that's when you will see like gay people that are like, gay is my identity. Gay is me. I'm like, it's just like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But the synthesis phase is like, I'm a person. Right. That happens to be gay right. and black and a male right. and a therapist. Right. It's a part of who I am. Yeah. It's just like whoop-de-whoop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whoop-de-whoop. <laughs> but, um, so, I think in that early, coming out is just, is, 
it's more and it's a secret but it's a depending on where you live mm-hmm. and what you're around and what you're taught mm-hmm. some people it's not a secret i know right. kids as young as nine eight they're like okay right right and but we're in a climate where kids are more proud they're not right they have more courage, right. which I like. Love these teenagers now. Right. They be real proud. They be taking mm-hmm. who they want to take to prom and stuff. Yes. But I think that just depends on where you are mm-hmm. and what you see around you. Because if you don't think it's, you know, there would that be anything like that's like kids who get attacked or assaulted or anything, right. and they don't tell anybody because they don't feel safe. Right. So I think that's that's a different type of secret. Because right. you might have to keep it a secret if it's your protection. Yes. Yes. I agree. I think there are some times where it is safer. Like, if I win the lottery, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it a secret. Right. Because. Ain't no surprise. But is it a secret? Because it's my question. Well, actually, it's not. It's you know your mean? privacy. It's my privacy. Yes. Okay, so what is the difference between secrets and privacy? Secrets can hurt people. Mm. Privacy is just literally. Your business. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's resolved. Mm. It's not something that could cause harm or it's causing okay. harm. So, like, I can't be saying it's my privacy that I might choose to be beating on my partner or something. That's not privacy. Right. That's right. a secret. Right. Versus mm-hmm. I've experienced a loss. People mm-hmm. are aware of that loss, but I don't talk. Right. I respect, people respect my privacy right. to grieve that. Right. I think okay. that's the difference okay. between privacy and a secret. Yeah. So, what about a secret that would hurt more now and probably doesn't have like a chance of coming out like I think about sometimes I'll have I've encountered clients who had like an affair in their marriage in the beginning but now they've been married 20 years mm. and so so it's a secret yeah. but it like it's it's been done you know so I just yeah but you always, know what those type of secrets again I always go back to if you're the secret holder, you can't really dictate what the person you're telling the secret to right. responds. Because Absolutely. to you, you might say, well, this happened 25 years ago. But the mm-hmm. moment you tell them that, it happened today. That's right. Exactly. And you got to kind of be willing mm-hmm. to accept what comes with that. Right. Because they can't say, well, yeah, it was 25 years ago. Because in their mind, now they're going to think about the last 25 right. years. And how it was a lie. So what if your client comes in and they're like, yeah, I'm not going to say nothing about that. Like, it plagues me and I want to work through it in your office. Girl, I don't do couples but work. But I'm not so, going <laughs> to This is why I don't do couples work. <laughs> it's because, hypothetical. And I hypothetically say, I cannot. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to say, come with me, stand up. <laughs> I'm going to walk across the hall. <laughs> Courtney, I have a referral. Now, I'll work with their partner, and when mm-hmm. you're ready to do these joint sessions, yeah. it's above me. It's above <laughs> It's above me. Hats off. <laughs> Even though I know there's some controversy about old boy. But hats off to you. Hats a, off to the moment. That very it well. was a moment, and hats off to the moment. Maybe it's not a, hats off to the dude, but hats right. off to the moment, because the best Western is next door, because it's above me now. It's above me now. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that that was 25 years right. ago that you cheated, but it's above it's me. It's above me <laughs> It's above me. And I have referrals. Yeah. Yeah. But no, in all seriousness, though, I, uh, clinically, there's nothing you can't. Like, yeah, ethically, so there's ethically, nothing you can't do. There's nothing, nothing I can do. But if say, a client okay. comes in and says, I had an affair 25 years ago and I want to work on the guilt of that, 
and but I don't want to tell my partner, then my job is to work on the guilt mm-hmm. of that. Now, but I think a part of that part of the guilt, guilt is that you haven't said anything and it's a and secret it's and secrets there. keep you sick. And they, ooh, they, eat uh, up. they eat you up. Yes. Okay, so here's another thing. This is something that I have experienced. What happens when someone makes you aware of a secret impacting other people i've actually that's happened to me that's happened times. to you know that that's happened to me as well and i hate that shit that is super I just be like, what made you want to tell me right why right and then you got it i'm like when you gonna tell him you gonna tell him now right <laughs> can we right yeah and then what do you do so say a friend tells you a secret about another friend i've had that yeah. You know, and then what? where do your loyalties lie? So, <laughs> when that happens, I try to forget. <laughs> like, I've been like, you ain't tell me that. <laughs> it's like, no, I honestly, I think it depends on what the secret is. Because usually I'll be like, you need to let them know. Right. This is not okay. Because right. I'm not, I can't keep that. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on the secret, I'll be like, so when we having this discussion. Right. Because I'm guessing if you're telling me, that means you, you Right. You know, when you start telling people, it's like that means you, you want, want it to come out. It. So right. I'm just like, you want me to sit there with you? Right. Now, whatever the hell they say, they get to I don't mind it. sitting there mm-hmm. and zoning the hell out like that. So Raven, which I do well, <laughs> but, you know, sorry. So, like, give me an example of a secret. That um, I, so I can, like, be like. Mm, I can keep that mm, or hell no. Let me. Gosh, it's so hard to not be petty. I just had a moment of pettiness. <laughs> But, so take the petty and polish it off and find the like non pettiness in it. Bump okay, it so so a group, yeah, hypothetically, mm-hmm. so a group of friends, mm-hmm. um, and one person in the friend group. Uh, let's okay. Let's I'm gonna make this one up. Okay, so one person in the friend group um, slept with another person's. Person. Okay, so that's all I need to know. Um, I'm not keeping that. Yeah, so one person in the friend group slept with another, another friend's, friend's partner. partner. Okay. Um, so, old Earl might hit that so friend. <laughs> yes, because Earl is very triggered by cheating. That is so, I might I be like, what, the, what were you thinking? <laughs> right. And then like, I'm sorry. Um, but no, in all honesty, though, I would be like, so this is something we need to do go handle right now right um and i don't want to even say we because i don't want to include myself but it's this is something you need to tell them right now Mm -hmm. and i will probably give you a deadline Mm -hmm. because what you told me has now put my relationship with this friend in jeopardy because if you choose to keep that and i choose to keep that it's gonna come out because all things come to the light yeah they do and i could not be mad at that other friend says f both y'all because you slept with my man and then or whoever you knew about it and you said nothing because it automatically makes that's one of the situations where you have to pick a side Mm -hmm. because in a long term like at the end if you don't say anything i just feel like that friend is gonna automatically be like y'all both are like clowning me Mm -hmm. you know or like y'all neither one of y'all care about me right so Mm -hmm. now luckily i never had an hour oh god Mm -mm. But no, that same yeah, day. That so I'm like, so I'm calling out you calling. Right, right. Because I have no professional. We got to do something um, with this right now. I don't have to keep no secrets. This ain't no right. office. And I'm not your therapist. Turns out. So FaceTime. Right. Meeting, 
You want me to call them over for drinks? <laughs> right. Don't y'all don't be fighting in my house though. Right. Uh, so you want to turn them on the patio? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay, so what if here's one that I've been a part of before. Okay. Um, what if somebody in the friend group does is like, I don't like this other person in the friend group. And I I fake it so that we can oh, all I've get along. That. But I really don't like them. I would keep that because I'm like that has mm. that's cause that's something I would like that literally has nothing to do with right. me. And if you don't like them, I respect that. Mm-hmm. Please don't disrespect them. Right. In the group setting, you know. Right. I'm glad you can tolerate them, but okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Because my thing is, again, that's kind of like a privacy thing. Like, sure. I don't really care because I've been around some people where I've like I've been around my friends and they brought mm-hmm. other friends. And I'm like, I don't really care for them. Right. They're not my but fave. It's nothing that needs to be said to them because I don't care two shits left or right. Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not something that I probably wouldn't even tell my, well, I would probably tell my, well, I probably wouldn't tell my friend because it's like, right. what, what is me telling you going to do? Mm-hmm. They still going to be around. They're not doing anything that bothers me. I just don't like right. them as a person. Right. So, and it ain't so you that would hold that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just like, I, I don't feel like, oh, okay. Right. What am I supposed to, right. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm would sorry. that feel weird in the group setting? Okay. It has me because I've had that happen where yeah, friends be like, I don't like it. I was like, oh. I was shook because we had all been friends so long oh. that I was like, "What? you don't like her? What? So I might ask, like, well, what are you going to do with that? Like, do you not want to be around them anymore? <laughs> right. Do you want me to, like, are we doing separate events? Mm-hmm. I would ask that person, what was, What's, and you telling you me that, what do you want? You know? Right. And they'd be like, oh, no, that is one. And I'm like, oh, okay. okay. Cool. Okay. Well, we go on a hot taco, right. so, like, so you, you don't want to come? Or? Don't want to come to hot taco? Because I'm starting to hot taco. Because Tuesday. <laughs> oh, it's Tuesday. It is. <coughs> and it's Pride Month. But Happy Pride, yeah. everybody. Why don't we have Charlotte Pride in June? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> Charlotte always got something Charlotte going has Pride on. in August, so it's just because there's always weird. something going on. Right. Yes. Um. Okay. What if, yeah, what if you were told a paternity secret? Like, what if your friend (laughs) was like, this isn't my dude's child? I gotta keep that. Because, I mean, like, it's, this is my friend. Mm -hmm. Now, would I tell them you need to, I would be that friend that's Mm -hmm. trying to be Jiminy Cricket and be like, you need to handle that. Right. Because... That's not like statistically, right? <laughs> this yeah. is gonna blow up, right? And you're not only messing with your partner's life, right? You're jeopardizing the future relationship of your child, right? And I need you to be. I actually had a client in situation like that where the paternity came out, mm-hmm. and they were still trying to be the parents. Mm-hmm. But I was like, your child is cutting the hell up because he knows, right. but nobody's talking about exactly. like the child was informed, mm-hmm. like. like primitive years like right, right. like early I said primitive Jesus early years <laughs> yes. um before 10 mm-hmm. but nobody like talked about it I was just right. like yeah and then they was like he just been showing up I was like cause he ain't just been showing up I said because in the fake real daddy mm-hmm. was like he's showing up because right. he knows this and nobody I don't even know the answers right and the only person that knows the answer is the mom mm-hmm. but it's like you gotta talk about it right so yeah, yeah. stuff like that I'd be like you need to Mm-hmm. It's gonna come out. Would you yeah. rather it come out now while it's not as big, or will you want to wait 
Because going to put all this money. Because I feel like you also play on this person's life and what their mm-hmm. options are. You're taking away their options. Absolutely. Because if that person chose to be like, I don't want to be in this picture anymore. Right. Then They have every right to do that. Exactly. And you need to... That's what is part of your consequence. Absolutely. But don't yeah. steal somebody's choice. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's one of the greatest secrets of, that happens right now? Or paternity secrets? I think paternities and like sexual assaults. Mm. Rather, let I, me rephrase that. Yeah. Molestation. Because molestation is when it's it's not as, yeah. Oh my gosh. So another one of the podcast episodes was this guy who was sexually abused by a teacher at like his like prestigious private school Mm -hmm. um, for like, you know, like his formative years. And then it was so gross because he was like, by the time we all got 13, because he was sexually abusing everybody, like all the boys. And he was like, but by the time we were 13, he would be done with us. Ugh just but then the school was covering it up and what you're not even ready for this part sir is there anything that his mama said to him because his dad was a workaholic and his mama was like i know that mr so-and-so messes with boys but you're safe because he doesn't mess with jewish boys and he said at that point the man had been abusing him for two years so he just looked at his mama was like all right and then just got out the car and went on to go be molested he was just like all right the man's with this man was married and then when it really really came to a head all they did was get together and write him a glowing recommendation letter so he could leave and go work at another school so and so then like right so then like 30 years later those boys came and like confronted the school and made it public but like those kind of secrets them. i think are like the most detrimental because they put other people at risk uh, but i hate how common that secret it, is right right it's a very it puts other people secret. at risk and it just really because so this is something that happens often is if there's if a child is perpetrated on then oftentimes they're trying to figure it out and they will then reenact it with other mm-hmm. children. And I think a lot so, of people, we were actually talking about this at work. Mm-hmm. My coworker was listening to a podcast that talked about a boy that came out like his mom, like he said, I need to go to a therapist. Mm-hmm. And when he got there, he told the psychiatrist, like, I think I'm a pedophile. Because mm-hmm. he had been watching, and it started at 13, he started watching like kitty porn. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I didn't know, then he saw, I guess, one when he turned 16 that was like more aggressive mm. and he's like I don't like this mm. something is wrong gotcha he was able to recognize but he's still attracted so right. he, but there's really no treatments for that right. and we were talking about that there's a difference between the diagnosis of somebody being a pedophile mm-hmm. and then a victim reenacting right because most victims as kids do reenact right, right. Or they, yes. it's a possibility they play, but that doesn't yeah. make them it doesn't right. mean that, that they're doesn't a make pedophile. The pedophile or because a, a reenactment is just mm-hmm. like your your trying brain is trying to process what's mm-hmm. happening, and, and they'll you're reenact doing with it. dolls. They'll yeah, re- it's not necessarily reenact with another child. Yeah. They'll reenact with other things. Yeah. So, but, but so this guy, like, it, what ended up happening is like these this group of boys started then like reenacting with each other. He was like even like a set of brothers who had sex for mm-hmm. years, like just so like just the mind fuck. Of yeah, that, that when this guy is just because he was also super present and super like caring 
I know that sounds strange. And so they were all so confused because it's like my dad isn't showing up for me, and this dude is now. He's doing this horrible thing, but he's also doing right. And so just not knowing how to reconcile manipulation. Absolutely, that's grooming. Like like one on one, and it's yeah. Right. So yeah, but the fact that the mama was just like she need her ass beat. Yo. Yo. I'm sorry. Like, right now. Like, give me her information. Like, scrap. She can get these hands. She <laughs> like, can get these hands. These personal hands. Because that's... Because I can't even... How you fix your mouth? I'm not even a parent, and I get so... Right. That's why I was like, don't throw nothing. Oh, so, I could not imagine... Right. Pulling up to my child's school and telling them, you're okay, knowing that right. there's other kids in this right. school. Like... And I don't have nobody's kids. Right. Like, are you kidding but, me? But then, like, I know he's hurting these other children, but because you're a Jewish boy, which that don't even make no sense. Because, like, as if yeah. you can walk down the street, like, oh, he's Jewish. Right. Like, that don't, like, what does that have There's to do no... with anything? He's a pedophile. He's attracted to little boys. That's it. Yes. Yes. Ugh. So, yeah. So, that was just, yeah. And then, so he ended up realizing at some point that he was gay and then not knowing how to like, because that also because that totally messed like, him up. Because that's the process. Right, like, am I gay? Because I'm gay. Am I gay? To me. Right. And it's like, so no. he got married to a woman and had kids and was just like, but then was driving to New York City to sleep with men because he couldn't know. figure it out. The dialogue, like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was. And then he went to a therapist, and the therapist was like, "So let's can we blow this shit up? Like, let's." Cause we got some open all here. this up, right? Let's open all this up. And he was like, "Had he not done that, he wouldn't be here." He was like, "I probably would have killed myself." One of the two of the boys did. Two of the boys before they were men, before like in high school, committed suicide. It was terrible. I was like, "Where is the jail for him to be under?" And I think that's he just the type like, of secret that I'm like. I think he just like Dad. died. I think he just got sure to live his life and die. I don't sure think he even went to jail. Hopefully, the afterlife has just been hellacious. I hope right. <laughs> Super, super hot, super torturous. But yeah, so how, let's say you're telling a secret, Mm. what are the steps to admitting you've been keeping a secret? Just like there are steps to coming out. I think there are steps to... Well, again, I think it's some level... Is there an age frame on this? Let's say you are... Okay, let's say you're an adult. Like you are... So say you said, okay, let's use the example of like paternity. Okay. And so now mama wants to tell the truth. Child so I'm is like grown. the parent trying to tell the right, child. Right, child is grown. I think one is you need to come to terms with it on your own. Right. Remove and that whatever what shame or guilt. Yeah. And own that you did it. Yeah. For no, like you might have done it out of love and protection, but you did it to protect but yourself. But you ultimately did it for you. Mm-hmm. It was the easier option for you. I think on that, mm-hmm. I think practice saying mm-hmm. that out loud, right? Because and probably I on a couch know, in front of a therapist. As I was younger, before I came out, I used to have to say it out loud, mm-hmm. like "You're, I'm gay." Mm. And even when I told my first hey it girl right. Italy, when I she was the first person I told, mm-hmm. I couldn't even form the words. Mm. She sat across me and I was like, fucking say it. Right. And I ended up having to text it to her across from me. Right. But after I texted it to her, it was just like easier. Right. Right. So it's like, oh yeah, I'm so like, you know, it just mm-hmm. it was easier. Mm-hmm. So I think you need to practice saying it out loud. Yeah. You've been writing it. Right. Like do it in different forms. Right. And sometimes you might need to make yourself a script. Right. Because sometimes it's easier to sit in front of somebody and just 
be like, I'm going to read this to you. Mm-hmm. Just wait. Right. Read it. Because, you know, your brain will freeze on you. Absolutely, you just if you're in a high-stress situation. So I think definitely talking yeah. it out and processing yeah. but it. But not excusing it. No, not an excuse. Just be like, I lied because I was trying to protect myself. Don't be like, well, what, what the other dude was? And he was, no, that don't have nothing do no to do with right now. Speak Maybe yourself. that can come up later. Mm-hmm. But right now, just own that you you, you, you might, did this, this thing. This you did. Right, and apologize. And I think once you come to terms with it, now term, when I say come to terms with it, that doesn't mean you get to be like, well, it is what it is. Right, and I'm, I that's the other it. thing. People, people will, will tell a secret and then get mad. And, and then they like, well, well, I mean, you fine. You fine now. I did the best I could. Like, right. I, like I said, again, you cannot take away somebody's reaction how they right. feel. So I think in those moments, you mm-hmm. kind of have to be very like, this is what happened. And then and come to terms space with it. But don't for them be, to have whatever feelings they yeah, need to have. Like, don't be like, it is what it is. This is like, this is what I did. And then your mind, you can be like, I've accepted it. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know. But then you need to give them, like Courtney said, the space to mm-hmm. have their reaction. Absolutely. And don't be offended. And don't be offended. They are or sensitive. This is so, like, you've been processing <clears throat> this for a while. This is new to them. You know and what like, I mean? put yourself, that's one of those situations where, and I know it's a cliche thing, but you really got to put yourself in that person's Absolutely. Because if somebody literally flipped your world mm-hmm. upside down by telling you, a, and you knew that would flip mm-hmm. their world upside down, because if it didn't, you would have told them from jump. Right. So, but now I've also seen though, if it is your situation and you handled it differently or felt differently about it, you don't get to then have that same like get like you don't get to defend it because it happened to you. Because I'm thinking of that other Tyler Perry movie where the mama, when Lynn Whitfield's character like gave the daughter to the stepdaddy, yes, but then was like, My mama sold me, yeah, you don't don't have nothing to do because guess what? When somebody does tell you a secret that flips your world up or doesn't. Get your ass on the couch. Right. Process it, handle it, so you do not repeat. Because Absolutely. Cycles are very real in families. Absolutely. Whether they're intentional or unintentional. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. get on the couch. Right. Yep. And that really is just acknowledgement and work is really the only way to end the cycle. Mm-hmm. I think even when people have the best of intentions and are like, well, I'm not going to do it like that, they usually do just because we do what we know to do. And you're not doing it from a place of, I want to grow and be right. better. You're doing it from a, I'm going to prove you. Right. Like, I'm going to prove. And then you end up doing it. Literally repeat right. the cycle. Absolutely. I think you got to let your motivation be from a place of like love and light. Because if mm-hmm. it's coming from just like a revenge or anger... You're you're adding pollution. You're like right. poisoning your energy. So. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, and it's gonna be tough, and it's gonna be a rebuilding of this relationship. That relationship is dead. Y'all have to rebuild mm-hmm. this new relationship, and it will always be different. And you have to accept that you created that consequence. Period. I mean, they they may feel okay about it, and then be mad about it ten years later. Like. You just really got to be okay with the consequence of the fact that you held a secret Mm -hmm. and now they are in their feelings about it. That is just what it is. Period. So. (laughs) All right. Well, um, uh, so we are going to be right back with our question of the day. What you got for us, Earl? I have a two-for-one special. Two-for! 
So these are actually from two separate people, but I'm going to combine your questions because they're very similar or they're good stepping stones. Gotcha. So the question is, is it a bad idea to build a friendship with someone who you know you have feelings for? And the second question is, what's the hardest thing about dating in your mid-twenties? Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> I am past the mid-twenties and... <laughs> Me, long time ago. Um, But, baby. Right. <laughs> Don't I know? Yes. Okay, so first question. Is it a good idea to tell someone... That you have feelings for them when you just Mm-mm. met them? Wait, no. Oh. Courtney, you oh. just twisted that. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> My bad. Are you speaking from a place? <laughs> no, the question is, okay. is it a bad idea to build a friendship with oh. someone who you know you have feelings for? So, actually, I don't think so. I think that's a I good that's idea. a great idea because... So, here's my thing. I was telling... I was saying this when I was in Tennessee. So, Bell Hooks, who's an author, defines love as a willingness to nurture growth in someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's love. But being in love with someone is a chemical reaction. Like, your brain is attracted to them, and it creates this perfect storm of being in love. And that, even though it is beautiful and great and feels super good, can cloud the fuck out of your judgment. Hell, I call that. And so, I think you really gotta be clear about who somebody is. Mm -hmm. And so, being friends with them, and also, a lot of studies say friendship is the number one thing that keeps couples together because that love shit ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. People get on your nerve, their bodies start to change, they start to look funny, they do shit that makes you mad. If you don't have that friendship component, it really is hard to maintain the relationship. So, I think friendship building is important. It's the foundation on which you should build a relationship. You know what I mean? Even if you are like, I like you, you like me, we dating, you really should be trying to build a friendship and Mm -hmm. do friendship things in order to move forward in the relationship. And I can attest to that. Right. For sure. But now, if your friendship building is only based out of motive, so say they don't know you like them, Mm -hmm. and you trying to build a friendship because you trying to get in there. And you're not trying to build a real friendship. Right. Then you're not trying to build a real friendship, and that's not okay. Because it's easy. It's quite easy to be like oh I'm attracted to this person mm-hmm. but if you're building that friendship because honestly while you're building that friendship your attraction is either going to dwindle right, or, or it's going to increase because right. you're going to be like okay I really really like you right. like, I'm liking spending time with you and that's mm-hmm. actually the right way you're supposed to do right. it or it's going to be like meh not, not anymore and we're just friends right we're yeah. just friends and so I think that's really good information to know yeah. but yeah so I don't think there's anything wrong with that at yes, all do that do that as long as your motives are good right and you're good with just being friends right if the other person does not match your yeah is not matching you right what was the second question what is the hardest thing about dating in your mid 20s so what i think the hardest thing about dating in my mid 20s was and i was in a super long-term relationship i had been with my person since 19 um i didn't know me hmm and I was so different from 19 to 25 and didn't know how to come and still didn't know me. Like, I knew I was different, but I didn't know how I was different. Mm-hmm. I wasn't clear on my boundaries. I didn't know how to communicate effectively. I was just different. Um, and so I was ever changing and evolving. Like, so much happened in my mid-20s. Um, 
that I wasn't even aware of. And so it's really hard to communicate that to someone else and let alone be in relationship with someone yeah. else while I'm doing all of that changing and shifting. And so I think back like to the old school where most folks was married with kids. By their with children. Not even a child. Well, that's with divorce children. Rates are so high. Right. Because the divorce rates are actually going down because people are waiting. Right. Because you don't know you. For real. And it's yeah, there's so much from eighteen to twenty five. You shift so much. So much. And then I think for me, not only that of just finding yourself, everybody finds themselves at different times. Right. right. So And some not at all. And some Stay not at all. Stay away from those people. So like for me, <laughs> on my personal core, I matured fast. Right. Um that's just was my mindset. Um and when you compare, I think this is where you start seeing people are like, the people that they date, there might be like age gaps. Right. Because I can say for me, I don't date too much part past my age, so don't think I'm like a little fast in the pants <laughs> child. But like, you might have, you, your mindset might not match someone else that's your age. Right, because even though everybody's changing, they're changing at their own Right, place. we might look similar in age, mm. but your mindset might be like five years behind me or like what you're doing in life. So like, right. for instance, say you might have 25. It's very rare you'll find somebody that's my age that was 25 that was in their career or like right. doing things that were just not typically for your age. Most right. of the time people in 25, they're trying to get into their job. They're, right. you know, they're graduating. They're trying to figure things out. So I think the hardest part is like finding people that's kind of like similar levels. Right. And when I say similar levels, I mean like mindset wise. Because right. I know I would experience when I would be going on dates where it would be somebody would kind of feel like inadequate. Yes. Or they'll make the comparison like, oh, you're like in your career or you're so-and-so. Right. And I'll be like, okay, and? Right. Like your journey's no like, different. Your journey, and, yeah. You... You won't this queso or we getting breadsticks? Well, like, right. we, right. so what? You right. know, I don't care about stuff like that. But I would experience things like, because I used to, one, I did not like to tell people what I do. Because they'll just be like, wow, you're really young. And then they'll be like, oh, so you're like really mature. Then they'll start like, you'll see that sink. Right. And I'm sure Courtney knows what that sink mm-hmm. looks like when you're just like, oh, great. Now they think I'm assessing them. Right. And now I am about to assess them. Right. now I'm just like, what the <laughs> Because is we this? ain't going to date no more. So now I'm not Right. Now what's so this insecurity you. that's coming up? Like, mm-hmm. you'll notice insecurities. And that's normal. Because in your 20s, you're finding yourself. So right. you're going to be challenging your insecurities. Or hell, mm-hmm. figuring out that you have an insecurity. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that... That, and I think, like, these people want to play games. Right. But here's what I want to also say, Anonymous, is I feel like that question is because you're in your mid-20s, and as someone in their mid-30s, it ain't different. Like, <laughs> ain't but the age. <laughs> so, I, I, what I don't want you to do is think, because I've done that. Like, well, when I, when I start interacting with people in their 30s, they're going to know what they want. They're going to be on their right path. They're going to have their shit together. It's not different. And I don't the talk same to folks. I'm like, I feel like I'm more mature than you. Right. Earl more mature than me most days. Okay, I'm getting my stuff. I'm just saying. Really? Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> what like, mean? I'm just saying. But so I think a lot of times we feel like what's happening to us is happening to us because of the stage of life mm-hmm. we're in. And no, most people just aren't doing their work. Like, they're just not well or you just, just not doing their work. And so dating is hard. Like, dating is hard. 
all the time. Yeah. You got to like... But also, relationships are hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Parenting is hard. Like, living... Life is hard. Life is hard. It's worth it. Yes, it's it amazingly is. worth it. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be a cakewalk. There's not one place when you reach this plateau, mm-hmm. now it's a damn cakewalk. That's just not how it works. So, it will constantly be a battle of you figuring yourself out, setting your boundaries, learning yourself, shifting, changing, mm-hmm. evolving with someone who's also doing doing the same thing mm-hmm. so yeah so i don't want you to feel like that's just because you're in your mid-20s that's just dating yeah turns out and you just i think that's the biggest part of dating is you need to be secure in who you are and know who you are before you try to invite somebody into Absolutely. your life because when you're not sound and secure your goggles are jacked the hell up yeah, they are. and you'll think whatever coming your way is oh this is my prince or my prince da, 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 da. this uh, is who they supposed to be and then they be raggedy they be raggedy cause you don't got your white glasses on raggedy put on the correct glasses know who you are and your right. person will be there absolutely so we hope that helps anonymous is what's the plural of anonymous Anonymi. <laughs> I always want to put I on things like platypi, octopi. I love to put pie on things. So, <laughs> anonymi. That's not it. But we're going to say it just because I'm grown and I can do what I want. So, you're welcome. All right. We're going to be what? right back with That's Not a Thing. Um, that's not a thing. Do you have a that's not a thing, Earl? That's a really good question. <laughs> There's so many things that are just not things to me. So many things. Um, um okay. No, I'm not even giving it my energy. Mm, I don't. Okay. I was going to say something about some things I see on CNN, but it's just... Yeah, I just... So, one thing that's... I just... I don't know if it's not a... I mean, I guess it's a thing because people are doing it, but I just don't understand why. If you find out that someone is not who they say they are in any way, shape, or form, that does not give you the right to hurt them. Just get away from them if that is what's happened. But I feel like people feel like if someone keeps a secret or... You know what I'm saying? Or is dishonest with them in some way, then they get the right to elevate all the way to taking their life. You know what I mean? Like, that is not a thing. When people don't want to talk to you anymore, when people are interested, or just when people live their life differently than you feel like they should, mind your fucking business. Like, I'm just, I'm baffled by... The number, especially right now with these trans women, I don't know what the fuck is going on in Texas. Our Texas listeners, I mean, y'all need to cover yourselves in prayer and like, this shit's crazy. But I don't understand why, because someone else is trans, you need to be in your feelings about that at all, let alone you need to hurt or kill them. These are human beings. Like, they are not less than because they're trans. But why do you care? I don't understand that about the abortion issue. I don't understand that about trans or LGBT or people of color. Like, why do you care? If it does not apply to you, move on. What does that say about how small your life is? How insecure you are about your life that you care how somebody else is living their life. It is their life. They get to live it however they want. And if there is some consequence to that, then that consequence will come. But it's not your job to deliver said consequence Mm -hmm. because it's none of your business. Period. 
So all of you who get, because I saw the thing about Marlon Wayans' daughter. Did you see that? He posted, it's the cutest picture, and I'm going to need these shoes. So his daughter is sitting on the ground, mm. and she has on sneakers, and the bottom of her sneakers, the pride flag. And he's like, I love you. Happy Pride Month. Mm. You're amazing. And people have the unmitigated goal to comment under his post to his child, she too young, she don't know nothing about that yet. You're encouraging that. Like these I can't sh- encourage. I all that encourage my like, child to live their life to their He was food. like, I'm a love like he was cut like I'm gonna love my child regardless. And she nineteen. He was like, She nineteen. She's too not young. too young. She knows she's who she damn is. Adult. And that's I'm just like her Gabrielle no Union what. and Dwayne. They like and Gabrielle so Union super like liked his pose and like commented and supported him. But like who the fuck what is wrong with you? That somebody you think you get to say something about how somebody else do their child? But you can't encourage. So you don't want them to encourage their child to be happy right. and free. Right. Meanwhile, we got women out here choosing men who are killing their babies just so they can have a man. If you don't let this man love his child and mind your business and instead pay attention to the other crazy people, all this sexual abuse happening, all this murder of children happening, all these horrible things happening. You worried about somebody loving their child well and all these kids out here unloved? If that's what I'm saying. That's what you need to worry from about. Me with who, this? who not to get it. Right. Who not loving their kids well? Who kid don't feel safe? Who kid emotional. is out here homeless <laughs> at the under the age of 18 because their parents don't like who they love? Who are those children? Love and protect those children. Children who are loved well and accepted it for who they are don't need you they got their mamas and daddies go go sit down have all the seats and don't ever get up <sighs> yeah and on a personal note don't selectively invite me to things that's not a thing either you invite me to the things or you don't and honestly you don't have to invite me to any of the things but don't invite me to the things that require me to buy you a gift but then when it's time for oh. you to you know provide something for your guest then i don't get an invite i'm just saying we obviously not friends and that's cool but don't invite me to the baby shower and not invite my kid to the birthday party i'm just saying have a great day so yeah um other than that i think we're good anything else um you know i hope trump has a horrible time in the uk um, and just in general. He and invited his whole family and the invitation was only extended to him and his wife. Right. <laughs> how tacky. Tacky. <laughs> and hats off to Meghan Markle, who was like, I respectfully decline. And then proceeded to <laughs> her and her husband to post their pride. Right. Like, except this on their yes. Instagram. Like, yes. not only am I not going to go meet him, but I'm about right. to make this post. And hats off to uh, the queen to be like, the best westerns next door. You can't stay at Buckingham Palace. Because we get in renovations. Right, because we get in renovations. We have all these rooms, but all of them are, are taken and renovated. And I would have said that, too, because now you done invited your whole clan to my house. Your crazy, crazy self. Anyway. All right, guys. Um, if you got a secret, figure out how to let that shit go so that you can be free. Um, but also accept the consequences of what's ever going to happen when you let that shit go. Um, and if you feeling like you should keep a secret, don't. If you feel like you need to keep a secret, go to counseling, figure out how to say it, and go ahead and tell the truth. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, check us out on all the things. We are Hats Off Podcast CLT on Instagram and then Hats Off Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Send in your questions for the question of the day segment at hatsoffpodcast at gmail.com as well as click the media kit below. 
You can check me out on my professional page at Courtney Leak LCSW um, on Instagram and Facebook, and then Courtney LCSW on Twitter. Check out my TED Talk and go to my website, www.embraceabundancenc.com. And check out Carter on Carter's Curious Corner on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Mm-mm. All right, guys. Well, until next... Oh, real quick. So, if you do want us to review something... Yes. Send us some suggestions. Yeah. And we will check it out and do some more review episodes, since y'all seem to like those. All right, guys. Until next time, be you. Be true. Hats, Hats off. off. Hats Off is brought to you by Earl Martin and my mommy, Courtney Leak. And I'm Carter. Thank you.